0: Okay, let's get started with Parshas Balak, Tavshin Pei Beis, as we continue here in Sefer Bamidbar. And we start off with the Medrash. The Medrash tells us, um, at least even before the Medrash, first the Pesukim. Balak, ben si paris, Balak saw uh, everything that Bnei Yisrael did uh, to the Emori, right? It's interesting. He didn't see the um, miracles. He didn't focus on the um, amazing uh, reality that Bnei Yisrael were alive in uh, the Midbar for 40 years. Remember the middle of last week, uh, uh, Miriam died. We're in year 40 now, right? He didn't focus on the Mon and the 'er. Be'er. That did not um, influence um, or motivate Balak to... Come and act, and hire somebody to curse the Jews. But it was Dafka. What Bnei Yisrael did with the war, as <laughs> Kalashar <laughs> Asi Yisrael lo Emori vayishlach malachim Abilam ben Baor. He said malachim. He sent messengers to Bilam Al hanahar Eretz Bnei Amo likrolo where his nation was to call him. Come lacha na arali asa amazeki atsumhu mi many. Please come curse the Jews. Kiadati. <inaudible> I know that you have the power. Esasher tavarach Varach. Vesher Ta'or, you are. So please, uh, I want you to come. So if you look in Reblumensweig Sefer, Vesalachti Besochachem, he tells us, HaParsha Parsha, Ha Yosemikol, as in Yonoshal Am Yisrael, Tafkito, Mahuto, he Parsha's Balak. The Parsha, one of the unique, maybe one of the top one, he says, that talks about the uniqueness of Kla Yisrael. Is in Parsha's Balak? This is the Pasuk, This is the Parsha that has Matovo Alecha Yaakov. This is the Parsha that has Amluvadad Yishkon. So many amazing Psukim about the uniqueness of Am Yisrael are embedded here and hidden here in Parshbalak. Balach. Pederim im Yisrael, right? Even before the actual Psukim, but if we think about the difference between Bilam and Moshe Rabeinu. As the Medrash says, Balak, this is what it refers to, Hashem is ultimately complete and righteous. Hashem did not leave open any excuse any taina that the Ummo might have to say, why did you distance us? Why didn't you bring us close? Why? Hashem gave you the chance. Ma'asa HaKadosh Baruch Hu, kishem shehem min malachim vechachamim Univim li Yisrael, just like Hashem appointed kings and wise men and prophets amongst b'nai Yisrael, kachemid lovdechachavim, so too, he gave leaders to ovdechachavim. Hemesh Shlomo Melach Yisrael. there was a king of Shlomo on Yisrael. Ba'al kalahrez, v'chey nasa netzar. Zeh, as the Gemara says in Megillah, one of the malachim that ruled B'kippah, right, Nebuchadnezzar, Achavach, HaShverosh, Zeh B'na Beis HaMikdash, V'amar Kama Rin this one built the Beis HaMikdash and said many songs, V'tachdunim, V'zeh Echrivo, V'chireh, V'gideh, V'yamar Alaba Mosayav, right, look at the potential, Hashem gave them so much potential, and look at what they, look at each of what they, what they did. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives Davod Hamelach. Osher. Again, leaders. But what do the leaders do? They go in opposite directions. Do they use it for their own personal aggrandizement? Do they use it for their own personal enjoyment? Or do they use it for the good of the Am? Right. That's David versus Haman. Shlomo versus Nebuchadnezzar. Hashem said, it's a fair game. I gave all the goodness. All the leaders, Tumos Ha'olam, and to Bnei Yisrael, Kiot Seba. And here's our parsha: Hamid Moshe liYisrael, Ubilam la'ovedikah chavim. Moshe, Avenu, and Bilam. Bilam, they say, the Medrashim put him on par in terms of certain powers. Ra'ab, Ra'e, Ma'be, Neviy Yisrael, la'Neviy ovedikah chavim. See the difference between the two. Neviy Yisrael, Mazkiru Nes Yisrael, Menah Aviros. Neviy Yisrael, they try to bring. B'nei Yisrael closer. They warned them from Averish. adam. Right? What does Yecheskel say? And what did Billam do? He tried to cause a pirza. A break. We'll get back to that. in a minute. Right? The Neviye Yisrael called for Rachmanus. Rachmanus on everyone. And Bilam, what he tried to do, he tried to uproot a nation. While the Nevi Yisrael, they tried to Dabin and Rachmanis. What do you think about Yonah and Ninveh? This parsha, says or Blumensweig, is about the uniqueness of Kla Yisrael and even its leaders. It's leaders that uh, try to do what they can to be able to um, uh, encourage and uh, and um, bring them up. This is a reference to our leaders. Do they bring? Do they use their their riches and their power for their own personal benefit, or do they use it to bring Klal Yisrael? or their nation, respectively, in the right direction. Ulam, he continues now on line sixteen, <inaudible> if we think about it a little deeper, Mizbar medubar kochos It's not just using potential for positive or for or for negative. Misbar, <inaudible> what is it? Al Specific, not just good and bad, but connection and detachment. Kishur Mul Nutak Connection to Hashem versus detachment from Hashem. Cesar R' why? Yodim Hashem When the Um when the leaders of Am Yisrael, uh, receive the gifts and receive their talents, it's not just they use it for the good, but they use it to connect the Am back to the source of those gifts. But the leaders of those on do the opposite, not just the negative, but they act in a way to distance, to disconnect from the source of the bracha. To break it. Shlomo the Melech builds a base of Mikdash, Mishkan Achibur. Shalom Mitzias and Hakadosh The connection between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and Am Yisrael. Ach Nevuchanetzar. The Ezra's Chachmaso Machreves of He broke the connection. Remember, it was a connection even from Moshe Olam. Right? He basically based Tfilah Yikare L'Cholamim. The Yotzer Nitok Upirud. David bought the Makam of Mikdash, and Haman wanted to destroy. The nation that was in Orl HaGoyim. Yisroma Yisrael Masir Mesa'am Malkiyem Mitzvahs. Bil'ah Menasim Lev'go'ah Ba'am Yisrael. Ve'leg'rom Lo'lech'et And this, says Rebbe'um Mitzvahai, is Tamun Ha'hevdal Ha'amok Ben Yisrael Umos Ha'olam. Because what's the goal of life? Ha'im LeKasher Es Ha'kohosh She'ba'olam HaKadosh Baruch Hu To connect everything we do to godliness, to heavenly activities. O'chali L'shtamash Bam Lepirul L'nitok. What is the goal of what is the goal of our lives? Our leaders, Bilam and Moshe, um symbolize this, uh but it's really about that that uh that goal. Hahevdulze, and this flows from Novelame Ashoni Hamopliso Shalami Sho Bolam by Tafka Goyimbo. Um are supposed to follow the mitzvos. Likai Mesamitzius, Livnosala Fridachosavishmar altakinusa, they are to be in the world and to contribute to the world and to Vichiv Shuha, so to speak. The Chifshua is for human beings. But Am Yisrael, that's connecting this world to the upper world. That's a different type of existence. Am Levadad And this Hevdel, this difference, is even seen in a sharp way, he says, regarding Nevuah. Regarding Nevuah in the next paragraph. How do you use Nevuah to disconnect? But that's what Bilam did. Because all the other Nevi'im used the Nevuah to try to connect. What did Bilam do? He took the Nevuah and tried to change the Nevuah and tried to overcome the Nevuah. I want a different Nevuah. I want a change of the instructions. He wants to overcome. He wants to put his own Das in. And this is therefore seen in the, in the leaders, this is seen in the Am, and this is seen in the way that they used, the way that they used, um, And then he says at the, uh, at the end that there is, there's a lot of other, uh, related issues, but it's all about this Kesher strengthening the Kesher or breaking, or breaking the Kesher. Okay, we continue. So, one of the most famous psukim, as we just mentioned earlier, Amavada Yishkon, when Billam gets up and says in Parachav Gimel, one of his great nevuas. It's, it's fascinating, the Hara that Erblum and had, it is it's fascinating to think about. One of the parshios that talk about our uniqueness, so many psukim, is this parsha where the source of all of these comments are not even Jewish, they're from Billam. Kime Rosh Surim Er Enu in Chav Gimel Tes. From the Rosh surim, What a Rosh Tzurim. We know that's uh, Chazal Seim. Maybe it means the earlier generations. What does that mean? Rashi. eventually we will have a different destiny than the other nations. That's one shot. Or דבר אחר nobody is emotionally with us shane smethin en umas megha ima ham we are happy the other nations are not happy shanamar hashem badagan khalu ukshumos kshumos betova el ochlen im ka'achad ve'achad ve'en olah lahem ana khashav on zeu ba'ayem lo yeshashav redemption cries on uva'ayem oz yeshashav we are united right this is a basic idea in yadus um right we say in midkhan shavis Right? It's all one. It's all one. And the Rav writes that the principle of unity expresses itself in two ways. On two planes, there's achdus, but they're very different from each other, these two planes. Number one, he says, the unity of the Jews as members of a spiritual community, as a congregation which was established through the conclusion of the covenant at Mount Sinai. Harsinai, We are connected in a spiritual way. We're connected through the Torah. We're connected through a Torah existence. Right? What ties the Yemenite water carrier in the streets of Tel Aviv to the Jews of Boston? A uniform Arachayim, Shema Yisrael, Shabbos, Kalnidre, Seder, Kashros, Tfilin. Right? That's all we're connected through Torah and mitzvos. And he says the Hebrew word Ada is like the word aid, witness. An ADA's testimony, a spiritual religious entity tied through a transcendental ethical consciousness to a vast memory of a people about a divine law with a common past and a collective future. And that's what makes us, an Ada is a congregation but it's based on Eidah, based on the testimony that we all witnessed by Mohammed Arsini, right? That binds us, that binds us as it aids us for Maimon Micebratius, Maimon Arsini, everything we think about and everything we go towards. But says the Rav, there's another element that binds us. There could could have been some Jews in history that rejected this first unifying factor. They rejected Torah and mitzvahs, but they couldn't reject the other. Hitler Yomach did not differentiate between a Shomer Torah and mitzvahs and a totally unaffiliated secular Jew. He did not make any Chilukim. So what bound those two Jews together? <laughs> says the Rav on line 18, Unity also manifests itself in our unique political historical lot as a nation. Nothing to do with spirituality, but that we are the Jewish people, politically, socially. We are unique not only in our way of life, but also in our historical transmigrations and in our paradoxical fate. Our history would not fit into a different historical framework and our fate is incomprehensible. Right? The enigma of our existence, Nobody, no other nation, Mark Twain didn't know it, no other nation knew, could figure out the Jews. right? And how, only a number of years after the Holocaust, 1945 to 1948, to have the state of Israel born, does not, did not avoid this unique fate. It has given expression to it, this inexplicable existence in a more concrete fashion. No Jew can renounce his part of the unity which emerges from the fate of loneliness of the Jewish people as a nation. All the other nations put us together. Am levadad yishkon. In the positive spiritual connection and also in the next level of political, historical unity. And this, the Rav connected not to the word edus, eda, which is edus, but am. Am is connected to im, with. We are with each other. Our fate of unity manifests itself through historical, indispensable union. And now the Rav says, there's a chilek between these two levels of, of achdus. When we're faced with a problem for Jews and Jewish interests regarding the defense of Jewish rights in the non-Jewish world and with, and with the self-defense and anti-Semitism and all of those issues, says the Rav, we must be united. All groups and movements must be united. There can be no division because any friction in the Jewish camp may be disastrous for the entire people. We must be connected, all Jews, to fight for one another, to defend one another. But, says the Rav, regarding the first achdus that we mentioned before, relating to Torah and mitzvos, then we can need to have achdus as people, but not to have achdus in terms of use. There's a, there's a limit to elu elu. Debriel y'elukim Chaim within the purview of halacha, within the purview of, of Torah traditional Judaism, so then there can be many different worldviews but not outside of that. With regard to our problems within the Jewish community, however, our spiritual religious interests, Jewish education, shuls, councils of rabbis, right? Orthodoxy cannot connect with other Jewish groups in terms of formulating principles and formulating values because Yadus is based on the Torah and Halacha and everything that that stands for. And he says in three ways, turning over the page for a minute, in source number five, Right, he says three primary areas of distinctiveness. When we talk about Am Badad Yishkon, in this area of Achdos, right, that connects us, Judaism uh, has three essential characters. Right, we have mitzvot. Right? You can't you can't um, have a Judaism without, you can't have a mitzvah. without a mitzvah. Mitzvahs behavioral imperatives which are derived from the divine will. They're on Hashem. They find their precise formulation in the halacha and have been codified by Torah scholars over the centuries. Right? These are mitzvot, they relate to every area of life and that ritual observance is, is um, obligated and definitional to, the, to our actors and this first connect idea of, of um, Jewish principles. Number one, number two doctrines, which are values, the Rav says. Judaism regarding its, regards its dogmas and values as verities which are rooted in the Torah tradition. Even if something is not a mitzvah. But we recognize there's a concept of selam alokim with a concept of tikkun olam. There are values. There are values that we believe in. And we cannot uh, cringe and hide behind these, these uh, values. The values of or lagoyim, committing for each other. Our theological and philosophical premises about God, man, creation are uniquely Jewish and through the course of centuries have been preserved despite efforts at dissuasion, ridicule, and torture. The Avos, the Imahos, so much of of Pirkei Avos, but that's number two. So mitzvos define us, values define us, and CPO, future expectations and destinies. Judaism foresees and eagerly awaits, Yimos ha-mashiach, the vindication of Jewish singularity and chosenness, the ingathering, Right? Kibbutz Goliath into Eretz Yisrael, the reestablishment of the Beis HaMikdash, the universal acknowledgement of ethical monotheism, and the realization of world peace. All of that is what we hope for and what we daven for. Right? What does Shemuel say? It's going to be a physical existence, but there's going to be peace, and everyone will recognize that it doesn't mean everybody will be Jewish, but everybody will recognize kibesi beisi beis and hashkacha in the world. And all of those are part of the spiritual side of Am badad Yishkon, but the Rub's thought and presentation that we're connected on two levels. But, and on the first level, the political, socio level, we are fully connected and we have to stand arm in arm. And regarding the spiritual level, we also have to stand arm in arm, but not when deciding about uh, mitzvos and drachim him to take in terms of uh, spiritual ideology. That is something that uh, we have to love the person, but not love his his uh, his shittos. Okay, moving right along, we have a number of times in the parsha that Bilam kept moving. He kept moving. He didn't stay in one place, right? He, first, Bilam comes out with his first uh, brachas, and Balak says, "What are you doing?" You bless them. Says, "What do you want from me?" Let's go to another place. You could see the Jews from there. You'll see some of them. You won't see all of them. Let's go, and you'll curse me there. Balak wants to see. Balak wants Bilam to see the Jews, and the question is asked: The Azayim ask Rav Saratskin, why was it so important for Bilam to see the Jews? Right? Why can't he curse them wherever he is? Wherever he is, curse the Jews. So the Azayim quotes that he met the Torah Tamima, Barachali viEpstein, right? viEpstein, Hey Hashem Yikom Domo. MiPinsk. And he uh, wonders uh, the following, he asked this question. I'm not sure about the evidence about his death. Uh, It says uh, there are some that say that he died naturally, natural causes, in a Jewish hospital when Pinsk was under Nazi occupation. Either way, he died during the Holocaust, um, and Rav Soroskin obviously met him beforehand. So actually, Rav Baruch Zeo Epstein, Why was it so important? For Balak to bring Bilam from one place to another, what did he have to see him for? As we know, the Gemara tells us in Brachis and Avodah Zarah that Bilam knew exactly when Hashem would get angry. That was his power. So what, what, what did he have to see? Just wait till that moment and then curse to curse them. What's the difference? So that was the question that the Talmi asked via right? Zayin Why did Balak have to shlep Bilam to all these places? Via says I answered the following. The says in Brachas if you're davening for your friend for someone else, you don't have to say the name. Right? We know by Moshe Rabbeinu daven for Miriam. Kelna, Rafan Allah, did not say her name, but lo shma de miriam, right? They should not say the name. Umak in the question that is asked on that, from the Zohar, hatsileninam, yadachim, yad asaf, mikan, raya, shamaspala, boila, frushe, milan, Right? You did just say, save me from my brother from asaf. Save me from my brother! What do you have to say explicitly for? Hashem knows who the, who the, who, who the brother is. Why do you have to explicate? For Kastaval Zeh Maharil move among an Avram. She's the Chalik being Befan of the Shalom Befan of. It depends if the Chole or who you ever davening for or saying something about is there. Shemosh is Paral Miriam Befaneha. Moshe davened for Miriam right in front of Miriam, so you don't have to see her name. Right? We just say Kel Not Rafa Allah, Vadayo. Abu Yaakov davened not in front of Esav. Hayezorach Lafari. That's what he had to say. Miad Esav. So step number one. When you're in front of a person, you don't have to say their name, because you know what you're talking about. Whether it's for a chola, whether it's for a hatsala. Step one. Step two. Tosva says, right? Bilam knew exactly the moment that Hashem would get angry. How much could you say in that, in a moment? What did he, could he, could he have said? Right? Zamo rega, ki rega ba'apo. Tosva says, he could have said, two days in Tosva, four one day, he could have said, claim could have just said, destroy them. He could have said one very fast word. Says, now, now you understand why Bilam wanted to see them. And Balak wanted Bilam to see them. Because if you're in front of the receiver of your words, then you don't have to say what it's about. And therefore, just saying Kla'em, in front of B'nai Yisrael would mean destroy the Jews. But if he wouldn't, have been in front of an A-Solo. he Would have had to say more, and that wouldn't have been enough time in within the uh, rega. <speaking in Hebrew> he wouldn't have to say the shame Yisrael, But lomar destroy them. <speaking in Hebrew> but if it's a shalobafanav case, a la lhasker is a shame. And then he has to say Shem Hashem. The Alzein lo shows. He would have to say Shem Hashem, and he doesn't have time. He doesn't have time to say it because the regga is over. So that he quotes Mi uh, a Shlita to He quotes that from araf But either way, Alzein Latar quotes this Charifus. Why did he have to go in front? Because that way he didn't have to say the name and he had to say something that would take only a second because Bilam's whole power was he knew the second that the Karspruchu would get angry, so he had to be able to say something for a second without the name. Balak, Mistoma knew this power of Bilam, and that's why he was moving him around from place to place in order to use that power against Klai Beautiful. There's something else that Balak kept doing. right? He didn't just look around for places, but he kept bringing karbonos. Right. He kept bringing karbanos and mizbechos. Vayikacheu, next passage, in Bazag Yudala, Vayikacheu steyt sofim el rosh ha He brought him to the top of the uh, of the piskah, steyt <speaking> sofim, a very high point where you can see from there. That's why it's called steyt <speaking> sofim. He can be in sofah. Vayiv and Shiva mizbechos He built seven mizbeachs. Vayal par v'ayal mizbeach. And he brought a cow. brought a kare, brought a karbanos. Vayomra balak. And Bilum, um says... His Yatsev ka'olosecha binacha yikariko. Okay, now you stand by your karbon, al olo right? You're the bala karbon, and I'm gonna yikariko, and I'm gonna go and try to receive a vision, a vision from Hakadish Barachos. Why all the carbonos? Why all the carbonos? Says Rav Schwab in the Mayan Mesa Shoeva here. Says Rav Schwab, Hinei, Hashkav Arishona shall hallomid mikroi kodesh, Elu, right? At the first glance, when you read Yitzhakim, what would you think? It's meaningless, but he's 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 being with Karbanos. In order to curse Khalisrael, oh, this what well, that's that's foolish. Khurish obviously rejected them and they're meaningless. I'm not. but if you look in sota memzion, it sounds like he gets some credit. What do you mean? A person should The Geirsa is Torah and mitzvahs. The Eglay Tal Nachdama talks about whether it's just uh, mitzvahs according to the Rambam. Anyway, so he says. What's the source for doing a mitzvah shelo Balak? By that he brought forty-two karbanos, Shigebalak ben Moav, Zacha Melach Moav, Zacha v'yatsim imenu Rus, she yatsim Shlomo, she kasev be'elef olos yaale Shlomo. So, what do you see from here? These Carbanos had some significance. These karbanos had some roshem because Balak brought these karbanos. He was zochet to have Shlomo a Melech, right? As a descendant of Rus, as a grandson, a great grand, great great grandson of Rus. Haya. He got schar. Af even though it ended up not being so great. But it was Shalolishmah. Shiny. He continues on the on the next page. Even if you want to say he did it not just shalom he did it negative. It's like anti. That only is a problem by tamatora. Torah. ofan It doesn't matter what type of kavanah one has. If one does a mitzvah, there are unbelievable consequences. And therefore, even here, even here, Balak was using these kavanos for obviously negative purposes, but still. There was a Karban being brought. There was a Kabbalah so, macho, shamayim that was happening here, even shalom So yes, of course there was punishment, but there's also some type of schar. This was what Billam's wicked Eitzah was. You want to uh, succeed? Neged lekabel al Yisrael. The only way to beat them is to join them. The only way to beat them is to accept HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a God. U'la <laughs> haamin b'ashem echad ve'ein zulaso. <laughs> makabo macha We're bringing karbonos and yitzmim makabo macha shamayim. K'mosha asabila matzmo. U ba'akrabas hakarbonos even though the ultimate motivation was to curse. It's like a ger. A ger might be motivated. I want to marry this girl, and therefore she's only marrying me if I convert. So I'm going to convert with totally bad motivation, but if it was a real Kabbalah, we pass, and it works. So here, even though the motivation was terrible, but if it was a real Kabbalah, it's going to work. Shlomo ha'melech, Right, and that is the uh, message. Well, we find this elsewhere too, where just a little bit, a little misa has unbelievable ramifications. We have, we have no idea what every little mitzvah that we do, the ramifications that it has. Remember the Medrish, uh, also last week's parsha. Right, Moshe Rabbeinu was scared when Og Melech HaBashan came, came out to him. Moshe was scared. Hashem had to calm him down. Hashem said, Al Tira, Moshe, don't be scared when. Uh, when O comes out at the end of last week's parsha, don't worry that he's coming out. Why was he scared? Why would he have been scared? It says Rashi at the end of Chukas, Maybe the S'chus of Abraham will will um, protect him. Why? Because Og was the one, the escapee who ran away from the four kings and the five kings and he ran and told Avram that his nephew was captured and that is why he's going to get sechar. One second. What was his intentions? Back in, in Sefer Bratius, Palit, he wanted Avram to go to battle to be killed so he can marry Sarah. That was the plan. That was Og's uh, plan. Ashbrachu performed the Nace, and therefore Avramovin wasn't killed. Then he came back. But Moshe Rabbeinu was scared that for generations earlier, remember Og, according to the Medrash, was alive in the days of Noah, right? He was hanging on to the Teva. And he was alive in the days of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was nervous. Moshe Rabbeinu felt. You know, I don't know. He did a Misa. Even if it's negative Misa, it was Kavana for Avram to be killed, to do Gilearai with, uh, with his wife, whatever it is. Still, this is this is what is uh, the power of a little Misa. And that's what Balak did here. Balak did a Misa. Karbanos, Kavalos HaMalcha even without perfect intentions, even without perfect intentions, it was still something that was noteworthy, and kept by Hakadosh Baruch Hu and rewarded by Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the future um, with Rus and her descendants. Okay, moving right along in the Nevuah. Again, we could focus so much on each one of these psukim. Each one of them is so rich. Each psuk, each pasuk. biYakov, Truas Melechbo, Volo nachash biYakov, biYisrael. We're closer than the Malachim. And then we have Pazuch of Dalad. This is a nation, an arm that gets up like a Lavi, like a young lion. And will be lifted up like a different type of lion. Right? The Torah has and Tanakh has many, many uh, words, different types of lions. Lavi, Ari, Kfir, The lion does not rest until he eats his prey and he drinks the dam of his chalolim. So Rashi quotes on Pasech HaVdalid. This is a nation that gets up like a lion. I've, I've had Talmidim ask me, you ever see a lion in the zoo? He sleeps 20 hours a day. And when he gets up, it doesn't seem to like jump out of bed. He gets up very slowly. Right, so what does it mean, am kalavi yakum? So it could mean that yakum, in the lion context, means when he gets up to pounce on his victim. right? Pounce on his victim, but doesn't mean in the morning. But chazal darshin in the morning. Kshem omdim mi shen asem shachrez. When b'nei Yisra, when we get up for shachrez in the morning, He mezgabrim Kilavi lavi We get up strong like a lion. L'achtof es a mitzvot Lil likro eshema, u'lahaniach tefillah. We get up in the morning and we run straight to do mitzvot. Right to wear a talis, to say kriya shma, to put on tefillin. We've discussed in the past the order, the order of these, which we're not going to get back into, back into now. Why does it say talis, shma, and tefillin? Right? Why wouldn't we put tefillin before shma? Okay, to listen to last uh, past years of uh, shiurim. But that am Viyakum, we get up in the morning of do mitzvos and uva, and then the uh, second part of the next phrase lo we won't rest adyo yochal So Chazal darshan from that. Night, Lo Yishka Balaila al Mitaso The Lion won't go to sleep, atu Achu Okhal Machabah Balatarfo until he, he um takes his prey. Kitzad, what does that mean for us? Koryashma mitaso. We see Shma night. Umafkir rucho bialamakom. I put my spirit right in the hands of Hashem. Right, there's a the part of a uh, Hamala part of uh Krishma Lamita is Byod Khavkir Ruhi. That we get up in the morning and we go to sleep, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is is uh, in our practices. If you look in the Sheman Atov, in the fifth volume, in source number nine, he quotes this Rashi. And then he quotes the Gemara At some point, wanted to add in another section of Kriyashma. Right? Parsha's Balak. We were going to say that every day, just like we put in the third Parsha of Kriyashma. Because of Tzitzis, because of Ani Yashem Alakechem because of Yitzchir Siyas Mitzrayim, we put that in. So Chazal, we're going to dash on a fourth Parsha of Kriyashma. Parsha's Balak. V'lamakot why didn't they put it in? Torah. Hatsipur. Because Tircha de so the has, why would the Chazah want to put this in? What's so important and significant about a section of our parasha? My Ilema Because of this pasach. No, you can't say one called Moshe Rabbeinu. Rashi quotes uh oh I didn't read the Rashi that he even talks about, besides Amkal Yakub, but Kara Shachav, da oh this is the Rashi in Brachas, Dami Lib Shakov. Right Kara Shachav, right, the line going down and getting uh going up is similar to the Psukimishmah of Bishakvacha Uvakumecha. And that's what we were gonna put it in. Shakarishbrahu Shomrainu shomreinu Venu Uvakumeinu Lushkov Shalvim Mushketim Kaari Ask the Shema Natov. What, what's the message of putting this into Kriya What does this have to do with Kabbalah Salmachos Shemayim? Just a word game, right? Morning and night, B'shachav v'Kamecha, and this has Karas um, right? Shachav. What, what is what? What basic message is there for Kabbalah Salmachos Shemayim from this? Mikol Malkam S'arach B'ir Dema Ratzu Chazal Baha Delekvo Dafka BeKriya Shma Mishum D'Chsiv Inyan Shchive v'Vekima BeKriya Shma Guva. What's the message? Of b'shach b'chov v'kumecha and uh, and kara and Shacha To T'lafi pirish Rashi What's the message? The message is morning, the first thing when we wake up, and night before we go to sleep. What's that message? The inyan ki hamitzvah ha'mitzvos yisrael. The inyan of mitzvos who believe halfseg of Really, we're supposed to be involved in Torah mitzvos all day, all day doing the service of Hashem. That's really the ultimate. The first thing we say. And then we go, daven. We have Yechud, we connect with the Kaddish through all the mitzvahs. Our whole life is about connecting to Hashem. Okay, even when we have a parnasah, and even when we do this and we do that. And go shopping, but it's, that, that's ultimately to, to connect and not to have a and have veikus. But we can't do that. We have to live. Right? We're part of families and we, we need to do what we need to do. Ela dezeh shayach rakli, uh, a few in each generation are in direct avodis Hashem the entire day. Avoshar kalha'am. We can't do it, but you know what? Morning and night. As if those are brackets. Those are brackets of our life. First thing in the morning, before we go to sleep at night, the message is that our life should be everything that that beginning and that end reflects. And everything in between, those are the gvulim, he says. And that's b'shach v'choh And that's the rama, he quotes the first rama. So there's a big connection between the morning and the night and what we do in between. So therefore, that's the message. And that's the uniqueness. You want to add this to what we started off. This is the uniqueness of Klai Israel. Yisrael. Right? We wake up in the morning, we serve Hashem. Before we go to sleep, we serve Hashem. What other nation is like this, that the first thing they think about in the morning is service, not service of themselves, not making money, but service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's how we sanctify the first moments of our of our day, the last moments of our day, and hopefully as much in between as we, as we can. Okay, the, the, we're going to come back to that idea um, a little bit later in, this, in the last thought, um, in terms of yechidi skula and non-yechidi skula, but first we have a different thought from the Yam Simcha Yisrael, A fundamental mentality that we have to have, and especially those uh, that are not Zochah, not Zoha yet to live in Eretz Yisrael. As he explains, or even those who are Zocha, we have to recognize, uh, what the definition is. We quoted this idea years ago from the Maharal Diskin, but here it's said from Rav Yosef Chaim zonenfeld Matovu right, Yakov Yaakov, Mishkanosecha Yisrael. The most famous pasuk in the Parsha, Right, the pasuk that starts off on the top of the column, one of the six that go on top of a column, Matovu in the Torah. Yishvodak what is the difference between an OL and a Bias? And a Mishkan. Matovu o'alecha Yaakov, Mishkanosecha Yisrael. Right? Why do we have those two? Ohel versus bias. And number two, what is the difference between Yaakov and Yisrael? So Yaakov has the Ohel, and Yisrael has the Mishkan. What is the difference between the two? Why does it say Ohel and not bias? The Shlomer, quotes a thought based on what he says. It says in the Chachmas Chaim, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld, the A'Bezin of Yerushalayim. De'echan Shalom. someone asked him, about the the Barashi, Rashi says at the beginning of the parsha Hamishkan Hamishkan. That parsha is Beginning of parsha is Right. It says uh, relating to the Mishkan. Ela Fakude. Hamishkan Mishkan. I had to say the word Mishkan twice. Ela Pekude Hamishkan Mishkan. go there from the word mashkan, From the word security. Shtei pa'amim ramaz v'mishkan shenis mashkein b'shnei chorbanos al avonoseim shel Yisrael. That uh, we ha- we have the two chorbanos from. Uh, uh, the, that took place, um, Shel Yis- Yisrael, the two Chorbanos of, of the, of the Batei Mikdash, and that's referenced by Mishkan Osecha Yisrael, that's referenced by the two mishkans I'm sorry, the two words Mishkan at the beginning of Parshas, Pikute. And he says, mm-hmm. So the question that was asked for Yisrael Zonnefeld is, if the base Mikdash was really a Mashkon, Hashem took a collateral, so why doesn't he give it back? Give it back already, it was so long that he took the Mashkones we want it back. Why did they give the mashkon back? So Rebbe was asked that on the Rashi and Bikute. And what did Rebbe Zuchayim answer? He answered that you only give back a mashkon if the Bailem really wanted back. And you know they, they, they wish they could have it back. If they're not looking for it back, if they're very comfortable without the mashkon, then there's no real push. And... And no need to give it back so soon. If he doesn't need the mashkon, the malva doesn't have to give back the mashkon if he's not needed so much. So Rebbe Chachan said, I wish we as a Jewish people yearned a little more and realized that we're in Gullis and that we don't have that. We need the mashkon. Even with all of the wishes and the yearnings of a rov ha'am shakua, bechaye hagolus u bechaye haravacha, shakolos mashpial lover, Yerchem Zonnefeld, who lived in the early 20th century, he says so many Jews are sunken into life in exile and in life of haravacha, right? Plenty and Comfort. That's harvacha. You know, deep, deep down, deep down to all Jews who build beautiful, gorgeous mansions outside the land of Israel, do they really want Mashiach to come? If we ask them deep down, says of Yosef Khan and do they really want Mashiach to come? What's going to be with their beautiful, gorgeous house? Right? The shulzer might fly across, but are the houses going to fly across? So deep down, do they really want Mashiach to come? That's the problem. Hashem doesn't feel that he has to give the mashkon back because, you know, we don't, we don't want it so much. We're, we, we're not thinking, we're thinking about our mansions. And what about world peace? And what about all Jews in Eretz Yisrael able to be all the regal? That's not on our minds. What about Abes HaMigdash? What about Tchiyas HaMesim? What about all these things? That's not as much in our mind. That's the problem. It says of Yosef Chaim <speaking in Hebrew> that, is, that is That is strong. What does that have to do with us? Let's see. And he calls a so quotes from the Shlach. The Shlach was in Prague, fifteen hundreds, 1600s. Bonim Like the Klayaker talks about it. Vayikashan Jews build houses like huge uh, print. Uh, 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 what princes build? Right, they build in the chutzlarets. I'm just reading his words. It's like, as if they're not interested. They're comfortable where they are. And that's what Chazam Sofer quotes. You don't think it's happening right now. And therefore says the Yam Simcha, that's the of Chaim Zonafel, by the two Moshkons in Pekute. What does this have to do with us? Now back to us. Hel Yaakov and Mishken Osecha Yisrael. If Hashem sees that we're enjoying ourselves in Golus, us in doesn't have to give back our our base We're living just fine as Jews without a base of Migdash. We have our restaurants, we have our our our, our summer homes. Right? We have everything we need here. Matovu Yaakov. Dimklay Yisrael Bizvajim Bagullis, Shizobhina's Katnus, Shiniko Yaqov, Yaakov is Akiv. That's why we're we're low down. Bonimbatim kemo alim, Vlokimipse Yasarim. If we're oh Hel Yaakov, if when we're Yaakov, Yaakov is not Yisrael, when we're Yaakov, when we're in Gullis, if we would build tents, aalim, less permanent homes, then Mishkan Mishkunosecha Yisrael. Then the Mashkon would come back to Bene Israel. Sheuhabachina Shall Gullah, Shayira Kheshparhushimit Sapimbeems. That is a strong thought. The Yom Simcha says, if we act, if we build ohels when we're in a state of Yaakov, then Hashem will give back the Mishkan and bring us back to a state of Yisra. One final thought relating to this Pasuk. Again, this is a major Pasuk from Rav Zevin. From Rav Zevin, this gets back to the, um, a little bit to that Shem that we discussed before. Israel. On different shot. OHEL MISHYACHES LIYAKOV A MISHKAN LIYISRAEL. Yes, as we said, but what is the message? Says Latorah V'Lamoha Dim Reb Zevin. Ha OHEL Hu Aray, Vah Mishkan Yatsiva Kavua. In OHEL, as we know, is a symbol of of a temporary residence, and Mishkan is a permanent residence. V'LaChen Ha OHEL LIYAKOV. Yakov, he has Hamonam. Most of us. Most of him, most of us who are earners, who we're not sitting in shul or in yeshiva all day, we're out there in the world, like most Jews. And now most Jews are supposed to be. That's what, that's what the, the shvatim, right? We have 12 shvatim and only one is sheva levi. Officially, and the Rambam, and then the of yovel if one chooses to be sheva levi. But really, the Hamon Am, they're Yaakov business. They have to make a living. They have to support a family, to send their kids to yeshiva. Right when the, that's the Yaakovs are the ones who aren't sitting all day in spirituality. When we come to the outside world. There's a lot out there. There's a lot out there in in uh, in the world. The Yud. The Jew. the root of Judaism. Olam, that's always. We always. We're always um, connected. Ohel. Oh, oh well, those Jews who have their batei medrash and batei knesset as an ohel, it's their temporary dwelling. They don't get to be there all day, but they're still Yaakov. They're still connected. The yud, which is the shem ha'shem, the yud which connects us to G-d The yud, or I've mentioned in the past, somebody says that the yud is the only letter that that flies. It's not on the ground only one of the Alephes. It flies. A Jew flies. We don't even have to have our our feet on the ground. Right? So even if somebody is a Yaakov, they fly, even if their base medich is Ohel. That's one type of Jew. That's one area. But then you have the Jews that are Yisrael, the Gdolim, the Tzadikim, those that connect in the Shul and in Yeshiva and in that world all day. Mishkan. The Shul and the Batimedrish are Mishkans for them because they are kvias there. They're Yisrael. And the Mishkan for them is Kavua. So we have two groups of Jews. We have those Yaakovs out there that they're quantitatively, the Bati Knesset and Bati Medrash are Ohel. Oh and we have the Israel, those Jews that are constantly uh, connected, and they're Mishkan, they're permanent. But says the Torah of Alamodim, we need both in Jahadus. We be an oath. He says on line 21. One might have thought, Kiach HaShiva, so he be Yisrael, bilvat. Be Yisrael is the No, they're both needed. We definitely need the Yisrael, but we also need the Yaakov. Shavavi Shahoskin, Baal, we need those people and those who 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 are strong in their emunah and are mushpa from the outside world, but they try to be mashpih wherever they can. So that's, that's something that we need also. So matovu, both. Ohalecha Yaakov and Mishkenosecha Yisrael. Both of those make up the Jewish, those Jewish people. The earners and the learners, or however one wants to say it, those who are koveya itim, those who are koveya and learn always, or the those who are osik and ruchnius all day. This is something that we have to recognize, and each group has to be machshiv the other one. And if we could have that, then every Jew, like the Gemara says in Brachas, I birya v'chavei birya, echad amar If we could do that, then we could have achdus and Am Yisrael and Beis Hashem ultimately to get the mashkones back. We just have to treat everything else as ohel, oh and then Beis Hashem will give back. Our mashko. Okay, we'll stop here.